Welcome everyone. I actually really appreciate it's a lot of work and you know to get ready, but I really appreciate this uh, time we have to come together. And uh, some of you know this is a continuing series. We call it Living the Practice. So it's a time to come together, not so much to do uh, intensive silent retreat practice, which is something that we do often at the center and at other places, and you know most of us find really valuable. But this kind of workshop, these living the practice workshops, they're a little different. We're, in a way, um, creating the conditions to uh, contemplate, to reflect together. And you know, in order to reflect, to uh, uncover what we haven't yet seen, we need something new. Like if there's no new input, we keep seeing, doing the same thing over and over again. So in order to have insight, like insight about patience, the transforming power of patience, we need some new input. So part of the input is I'll be sharing some of the teachings from the Buddhist tradition, that a lot of the input today is actually listening to each other. So we'll have some small group interactions and a lot of large group interactions. And also, just in the relative safety and calm of being here in the this reflective space, we'll, you know, we'll tap into our own experience in ways that we just haven't had time for, you know, just on that level. And we might remember or see our experience, our past, you know, as we reflect in different ways. We might actually learn something about how impatience operates in our mind, in our lives, just because we're being reflected. And then, you know, if the opportunity arises, you might share that in a way that helps other people understand something about patience or impatience that they haven't understood before. So, you know, we enter this day as a community, as a group of people interested in doing this reflection together. And uh, so there's this commitment. One of the things I think in the description is there's just an invitation to stay for the whole day, to bring your bag lunch, to have lunch together, to cultivate this part of the spiritual life, which is about wholesome or good friendship. And that really depends on the capacity to recognize in other people that they have a set of life experiences that can be very useful. And they can reflect something about our own life experiences that can be very useful to us. Just like somebody like the Buddha, even 2,500 years later, even though people have translated and retranslated these teachings, you know, the reflection of his own life is still useful for us. We can learn a lot based on just what he saw, understood about his own life, his own mind. So our interactions with each other are a little bit more immediate than something that's been handed down for this many centuries. So it can be quite powerful. And even though uh, it's not a retreat, we will do a few meditations and we'll have some time for silent reflection because it makes our interactions uh, more rich, I think. So let's begin uh, with a, a guided meditation and I'll give us some exercises that might help us understand the mind's relationship to 
what we're calling patience or impatience. So do what you can to be comfortable. You might even want to take a couple of slow, deep breaths. Even this initial part of sitting practice, just taking a couple of slow, easy, deep breaths, can reveal a lot about the mind's relationship to patience and impatience. For example, noticing any resistance to feeling the very slow and easy breathing process as the lungs begin to fill, halfway full, completely full, begin to empty slowly, little by little, until they're completely empty. What's in the way of the mind being attentive to the slow, easy, deep breathing practice? Notice what's in the way of just committing, just agreeing that you're going to breathe slowly and deeply for a couple minutes. Maybe noticing what a relief it is to go beyond the habits of rushing, the dependency on something exciting happening. And we'll take another two or three of these slow, very slow, deep, easy breaths. as if you have all the time in the world. As if the breathing process were the most interesting thing. And one last slow, deep, easy breath. Receiving the sound of the bell, letting the breath just continue on its own.
noticing the body, the sensations of the body sitting, and notice the mind's relationship, attitude about the sensations about sitting. So for example, notice that the mind is greedy, wanting to get involved with the sitting process and make it better. Notice that the mind is bored, not interested in showing up to the sensations of sitting, not interested in being intimate. Notice if the mind is irritated or aversive, not liking it. And just exploring, even if we feel like a raw beginner, we can explore what it might mean to be patient with the body even if we don't know what that word means. So we can begin, the definition of patience can be not being impatient, not being greedy, not being bored, not being aversive. So we can explore that possibility moment by moment as we Open, feel the body sitting. In the most simple sense, being patient with the body, just showing enough respect, enough care, compassion to show up with awareness, or to allow the mind to be naturally sensitive to the body sitting now. So not to have to make the effort to be distracted or in denial. Not to need to be controlling. But just to care enough to show up. To relax with the body. to discover that it may not be what we want, the experience of the body or the particular sensations now in the body. But it's very clear it is this way now. This is how it is now.
so in a funny way, we're getting a sense of the mind's habit, its habits and how it relates to reality, like in this case, the reality of the body as it actually is now. And you can let the attention go to the predominant, the strongest sensations in the body, or the most interesting sensations in the body. Or you can, in a relaxed way, move the awareness through the body, doing a body scan from the top to the bottom, from the bottom to the top, in a relaxed, systematic way. Or you can feel the whole body together. So there's no right or wrong way to open, to be sensitive to the body as it is. But do notice when the mind spaces out, the mind becomes distracted, in denial, controlling. Just notice those habits manifesting. Notice whether they're beneficial, helpful at all. And remember the possibility of being patient or the possibility of abandoning any quality of impatience.
course, it might at times feel useless or frustrating to keep bringing the attention back to the body. As one person said, like trying to empty the ocean with a teacup, the mind's nature is to be drawn into thinking, worrying, planning, wondering, judging. But the thing to notice when, for a few moments at least, when the mind is with the body, sensitive, accepting, clear, does that feel unwholesome? Or when the mind is caught up in worrying, planning, when you take an honest look at that almost endless proliferation of the thinking mind, does that feel wholesome or not? Does it seem productive in the deepest sense, leading somewhere towards real happiness or real satisfaction, that endless thinking? You may be aware of the body in one of the three ways I mentioned, but you could also work with a particular sensation like the breathing process. As we reflect on the possibility of patience and on the reemergence of impatience in all of its various forms. And notice how things become timeless at times when there's some continuity, the whole idea of I'm wasting my time disappears. Or the question, when is this going to end or be over? All of that perspective falls away at times when the heart or mind is really connecting, releasing, open to the experience.
Now let's expand the awareness. So we'll continue being sensitive, naturally sensitive to the body in all ways, and now also sensitive to hearing. Notice this opening as a process of being undefended, part of the condition of being a human being is this exposure, exposure to sensations, exposure to sounds being heard. We are also, in a sense, exposed or vulnerable to thoughts arising in the space of the mind. We can't shut it off. So we're practicing not making that a problem. The sensitivity to the body, the sensitivity to hearing, the sensitivity to the thoughts that come and go in the mind. And you can even open the eyes in a relaxed way, just gazing down in front of you. And just realizing this exposure, sensitivity to seeing. Seeing is happening too. So practicing in this way really helps us reflect on the capacity of the mind or the heart being inclusive. This is also an aspect of patience. Patience is this quality of the mind that can say yes or that can be inclusive. This too. just a few more minutes, we can practice this particular kind of patience, which has these qualities of non-resistance or inclusivity. Everything's included, no matter what thought arises in the mind, even something like, well, this is stupid. Even that, just that's just a thought. Of course, it's allowed to come, it's allowed to go. Instead of cultivating a sense of being a witness that's standing somewhere back outside of the experience, observing it from a distance, we can have the sense of the sensitivity being right in the middle. There's a sense that the 
different experiences and the mind that's knowing the different experiences, this knowing and sensitivity, it's all happening right here, in a sense, in the heart or mind, not somewhere else. And it's okay. And for a couple more minutes, we can reflect. So this is where we can use skillful thinking. So just reflecting on the question, where have I, how have I learned to be impatient? How has impatience ever made sense in my life? Like what is the hook that leads the mind to be impatient. That makes it seem like impatience makes sense. <clears throat> Rushing makes sense. Or taking the other side, just reflecting on any value, any inherent goodness you might recognize now in the experience of patience to whatever degree you can experience patience. Does it appear to be trustworthy? Does it make sense? In a sense of being practical, is patience practical? in the kind of world we live in. And not only using our own experience, but we can bring to mind some of our friends and family members and other people we know, people who for whatever reason, represent patience for us or represent impatience for us. And as we bring those different people to mind, like the impatient people in our lives, just sort of getting an intuitive sense whether they're happy, whether their impatience is really serving them and the people around them. And do the same thing with the people for who you feel that they're patient, they've got that quality somewhat developed in them, and whether that quality of patience really serves them, supports them, and the people around them.
finally just looking at the extremes can be quite useful. It may be easy for most of us to remember a time when we were really impatient, like the phrase, a chicken with its head cut off, or the opposite of patient. And maybe bringing to mind also a time when we seem to be manifesting a lot of patience. Just trying to remember having a felt sense of what was that, what did that feel like in the mind and heart, that moment when there was a lot of patience? What was that like? Feel free to stretch out your legs as you need. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.